Welcome in to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app. You can also find us on Dash Radio. Download the Dash Radio app for free. Search for Nothing But Net. We're there every single weekday at 7 p.m. Also, my new show on OnsideRadio.com. I'll be back in there on Monday. We cover more than just the Miami Heat, although we do a lot of that as well. We do a lot of it with Five Reasons guests. Also, FiveReasonsSports.com. That's the free website. No paywall there. Brady Hawk already has his takeaways up, so make sure you check that out for all the latest Dolphins heat and other South Florida sports content. And also our great sponsors. If you're listening to this before the Super Bowl, you still got time to get in. Actually, if you're listening during the Super Bowl, you still got time to get in on the live betting. Brady, Mahomes, Chiefs, Bucks. Make sure that you go to mybookie.ag. My bookie has all the props for the big game. I'm going to check in there as soon as we're finished with this pod. These guys truly let you bet on anything, whether it's the length of the national anthem, MVP, or the color of the sports drink dumped on the winning coach. I think it's going to be Andy Reid, but we'll see. My bookie has a buffet of Chiefs Bucks props for you to chew on. You can even win big on NFL squares. No need to leave the comfort of your home. You can access the sportsbook and casino right from your phone. So don't miss out on the last football game of the year or the NBA games going forward. Sign up at my bookie today and use the promo code five on the floor. Spell it out. F-I-V-E on the floor to have your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks. That's a free cash bonus just for making your deposit. Use the promo code five on the floor again, F-I-V-E on the floor to claim the offer. Bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Go to mybookie.ag. And now today's episode. One, two, three, four, five on the floor. Welcome to five on the floor. A daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back on Five on the Floor, special Sunday afternoon episode, although you may be listening to this on Monday. On your way to work, the Miami Heat, here's the floor plan first thing. The Miami Heat win 109 to 103 against the New York Knicks. It was a little dicey early as the Knicks turned into uh, the prime Golden State Warriors, like every team does from three against Miami. But Reggie Bullock and, and everybody else calmed down a little bit as the game went on. The Heat executed well down the stretch. They've now won a couple games in a row after blowing out Washington after that embarrassing loss to the Wizards. They beat the Knicks. Now they come back and will play the Knicks at home in two days before heading back on the road for a lengthy road trip. I've got Greg Sylvander with me. Alex Lito may join later on. We're trying to get this one posted before the Super Bowl and everybody turns their attention to football. Uh, Greg, there's a few things that we liked today. I, I don't, I, you and I were talking before the pod. I don't want to overemphasize it. It's, it's still a win against a team that's an incomplete team at this stage, although they've played much better this season. Um, I don't want to, like I said, make too much of it, but there are some good things that have happened over the past two games. And frankly, they just had to stop the bleeding. They've done that. Uh, what did you like today? Well, it's our second two-game winning streak of the year, so I'll take that. And uh, I think that you're starting to see them round into a rotation that Spolster is comfortable with, uh, even you know, despite the injury stuff with with Gorn being out. Uh, I think that he's kind of settling into the guys that um, that he likes and putting them in the positions to play the way that uh, they can be maximized. And I think like. Uh, Kendrick Nunn continues. Uh, I, I just was looking right before we started here over his last nine games. He's averaging 18 a game uh, the month of uh, January. He's been really strong. So I kind of feel like we're, 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 we're 
seeing him play his best basketball at a time when I think the team really needed it from him. Mm -hmm. So that plus, obviously, when you see Jimmy and Bam leading the way and them getting a victory, uh, heading back to Miami, uh, I think it's about all you could have asked for on Super Bowl Sunday. All right, we're going to talk about Hero Butler and Bam in a second. But since you started with Nunn, I, w- I want to get to him. And, and the first thing I want to say here is Kendrick Nunn deserves credit. I mean, I you know, you look at the circumstances over the past 10, 11 months, you know, since March, okay? Well, even before that, because he got hurt before the All-Star break last year. So he was dealing with the Achilles. So you're really looking at the last year. You're looking at him getting hurt. Then you had the COVID break. He gets COVID. He loses his starting job. He was dealing with some personal issues that, again, we haven't discussed a ton here on the pod. My understanding is they were not of his making. Okay. He was dealing with all of that stuff. And every time he does anything decent, which was not that often, Heat fans are trading him to Washington or Houston or Timbuktu. Okay. And these guys see that stuff. I can tell you that that's affected Tyler. It's pretty clear. And we're going to talk about Tyler in a second. And he's gotten through all that. And really, he's come back as pretty much the same player with a few edges fine-tuned that he was early last season. Like you said, he's averaging 18 a game over the last nine. That's a legitimate sample size. He's shooting in the high 40s. Um, but it's also what he's doing. That little move he made on the baseline today, I don't know if it was against Quickly. Uh, I, somebody he took basically. Yeah, uh, he spun was, him. Yeah, he spun him. Okay, I mean, that that's a veteran play that he made there. And he's making more of those. He's decisive with a jumper. He made a couple of good passes that I don't think he would have made last year. He looks like a plus player for them. And I don't want to just skip over it like, okay, we expected this because we didn't. <laughs> it no, it looks right. over the last – you and I both declared him unplayable, and, and I don't think we were the only ones. And I reached out to somebody the past couple of days, and I said, what is it? I said, is it just playing time and confidence? And the person said to me, someone who knows him well said, that's it. They said it, – it, Everybody's trying to make it something else. It's playing time and it's confidence. And Kendrick kind of said that. And you're right. I think for right now, and maybe going forward, I mean, with Avery Bradley out for at least a month, I don't think you can count on Avery Bradley this season, honestly. I mean, he's a starter right now. He's gone from unplayable to a starter because we're going to talk about Hero next. I don't think you move Hero off the bench. And, and I think I'd like to see Dragic and Hero be the best backup backcourt in the league, uh, changing the momentum of games, because we know those two guys play well together, whereas we don't know that Dragic and Nunn play well together. Exactly. And I think that like Goran can kind of find his way no matter what. I think that ultimately you think that uh, Dragic will find a role for himself and he can be um, a little more flexible. I think none flourishes in the role that he's in currently and uh, hats off to him. I mean, you talk about in December playing 16 minutes a game and then in January, it's up to 28 minutes a game uh, and that's over 10 games in the month of January. So he literally went from a player who was not getting much time at all to being relied on heavily. And now it's even, you know, exemplified further than that. Uh, in the minutes that he's getting in the last couple and the shot attempts and everything like that. So it it really is a a situation where I think you and I kind of, um, we we had left him for dead a little bit. And not only just as a basketball player, but even when we talk about roster construction and as an asset, and he has um, redeemed himself in a big way. And you just got to hope it continues because the Heat definitely need it right now. Yeah, and, and I don't think in that case we can be blamed for some things, but I don't think we can be um, – there were no signs of this, okay? And, and I know people talk about playing time, but when he did get playing time, he didn't play well. But the, the thing is clicked for him, and he gives them something different. It's like Spolster talks about. He gets to that mid-range game. Um, he can be decisive as a scorer. He just has to not get blown up on screens defensively, but he was fighting through. I don't think he was the problem defensively today. Um, the Heat needs to learn to defend a skip pass. 
I, I don't know how many times you see that skip pass go to the opposite corner and somebody it's, it's always somebody different, but somebody's yep. late getting out there. And I, I understand that, that he'd been, you know, some were saying, well, they're making, you know, Randall's making some ridiculous threes and that's true, but most of Bullock's threes were uncontested. Um, and, and this is what happened against Charlotte where it's like, you can say that, you know, at the end of the game, Devonte Graham was hitting some ridiculous shots, but it's like Spolstra says, it's the karma of the game. Guys start to get in a rhythm because they're getting open ones and then they start making the tough ones. And um, that has to change, but I, I thought none was really good. All right. Before we go to break, we're going to talk about uh, his former summer league backcourt partner, Tyler hero. Crotty noticed this today too. And he pointed it out. And, and I, this has been a big emphasis when I've talked to people inside the organization, Tyler hero needs to get back to having fun playing basketball again. And I know this may not have been what he wanted to move back to the bench, but it seems to have freed his mind a little bit. Also, you know, it doesn't seem like Beal's going to be traded here right now. That may have affected Tyler. In fact, I think it did. Uh, Harden's been traded already. He looks just like a basketball player again. I, I thought he was fighting himself a lot of this season, particularly early in the season. He just looks like he's having fun. He's making plays for himself. He's making plays for others, but he's not forced to. He should stay where he is right now as their sixth-slash-seventh man with Goran Dragic. No doubt, because it, it, he ends up becoming a much more primary offensive weapon, and he gets to do what he likes, and that's um, you know like get the shot attempts up. And I think that when he, when he was starting, he – was you know trying to kind of overthink it and become a point guard and and cultivate his game that way and you know really that's actually a good thing that he has enough um, basketball IQ to recognize when he when his role has changed how he may need to pivot and it just you know it his stats have been great if you really look at them but it's a situation where the role off the bench and the ability to take the focus off of him trying to distribute or organize offense and just get to his game and you're right like playing freely Tyler Hero is one of those guys that he's also very much one that um I think feeds off of confidence and feeds off of getting in a rhythm and you're right he looks freer and they need that so this is another thing that reinforces what we've what we're talking about when it relates to none and hero in their roles we're going to talk about late game execution here in a second before we do I want to tell you about another sponsor i'm getting this one into before the super bowl because this is the day you want to sign up i already won today thank you bam for going over appreciate that go to prizepicks.com use the code five f-i-v-e again the code is five in this one not five on the floor and if you use that, you will get a bonus. But prizepicks.com is daily fantasy. You can play anything. I saw that yesterday. You can play highlight on prize picks, and you can combine a highlight player with Bam Adebayo if you want. So just go check it out. Throw in $20 on a deposit. Play with it. You can play flex play, which means if you lose uh, one of your two picks, you'll get some of your money back. Or you can play power play where you can get as much as you can possibly get. They've got great promotions going on there on the site today for the Super Bowl. The only thing you can't do is pick two players from the same team. So you can't pick like Brady and Mike Evans, but you can go Mahomes and Mike Evans. You can go under, you can go over, play it any single way that you want. Prizepicks.com. The code is five. We've gotten a lot of our guys signed up and uh, they, they're enjoying it and you will too. So, um, and play more than one during the day. I mean, I won that BAM money today. I'm going to flip it now on the Super Bowl. All right, let's get to the late game execution today because to me, that was much better. And it's not, I mean, people talk at late game execution, they talk offense. But a lot of late-game execution is defense. I thought the Heat did a much better job of squeezing the spacing on the defensive end at the end of that game. We know that the Knicks don't have elite playmakers. I like quickly, by the way. Um, I know he, Knicks fans were going at me because they're saying the Derrick Rose signing is basically to take away the Peyton and Austin Rivers minutes. But 
honestly, I would just turn the point guard position over to quickly. He had a slow start today, but he looks like a point guard. And a lot of the guys that the Knicks have drafted in recent years do not. Um, but they, they don't look, they don't have elite playmaking at this point. They don't have elite shooters, even though it looked like it in the first half. And so, you know, basically all Miami had to do defensively was squeeze the spacing, not allow the easy. There was a one backdoor play that Bam allowed, but after that, they cleaned it up. And then on the offensive end, Jimmy got to the line, one possession, Greg, where I thought he overplayed it. He had a shot. He passed it up. Uh, it put Hero in a bad spot. They got bailed out with a foul at the end of the possession. But generally, offensively, I thought the execution was good. Jimmy was patient, had that great feed to, to Kelly, and Kelly was struggling from three, and Kelly makes the layup on that cut. Um, this is, again, you're not doing this against the Utah Jazz or the Lakers or the Clippers, and that's going to be a different kind of test. But against the Knicks, it was enough. I thought it was better today. And I, to me, that's why this is more encouraging than the Washington win, because they didn't have to do this stuff. You're right. I mean, this was, I think, the most three-point field goals that the Knicks have made in a game all season. I mean, they attempted, I'm looking now, 42 three-point shots. So, I mean, they were just firing them up. They shot 38%, and they they weathered that. When you talk about late-game stuff, I remember there was a, a corner three. I think it was Julius Randle who had to end up throwing it up. Um, and like they, they essentially got them in spots where they, they just weren't in the most comfortable places to score buckets. And New York has been a team that uh, has relied heavily on Randall to, to score a lot. But then, you know, obviously there's the Bullock day where he's having seven, three pointers and shooting 50% from downtown. You knew that there was going to be somebody like that, 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 um, that hurt the heat El Alfred Payton is also a guy who in the past has hurt Miami. I know Gorin has had some struggles with him, um, but ultimately they, they got the victory and, you know, just seeing like the, the guys get to the free throw line, for instance, and Kelly Olynyk being able to play through his shooting struggles and end up uh, contributing and, and kind of rounding out a, a pretty good game. Duncan also, I just think you're starting to see a degree of normalcy from the team. And that's like what we needed to get back to. And a lot of it has to do with the usual suspects like Jimmy back on the court. Yeah. And one thing on Jimmy, um, he didn't look, something looked off with him tonight, today with his, I know he ended up with a near triple double. He's one assist away. Yeah. It looks like a foot. I, I just, it's a foot or an ankle or something. And I got to find out more about it because he, he did look at the free throw line. His form always looks fine. But when his feet, his ankles are bothering him, his shot looks different. He had that one little five-foot pull-up that was in a big spot, okay? But other than that, it's that line drive stuff on the deep thing and, and deep shooting. And he's not a great deep shooter to begin with. We know that. He hasn't been since he came to Miami. But you can always tell when he can get his feet set or when he can't. And today he couldn't. So I thought that Jimmy did a good job of recognizing the game and kind of where he needed to be, you know, what he needed to provide at that time. And that's what he did last year. And he's going to round himself into shape as he plays more with this group. We've talked a lot about, you know, the idea that none plays better with Butler. Okay. Cause he did it all last year and they hardly did it this season, but also Jimmy got used to playing with certain guys, a lot of minutes last year. And then he wasn't. <laughs> and I think it's going to take some time for him to kind of recognize, even if some of them are the same players, they've developed different skill sets. I think it's going to take a little bit of time for him to kind of develop, redevelop the chemistry with some of them. I thought it looked better today. All right, I want to transition to Bam. He had that one ridiculous end of clock, you know, I don't know what, Garnett turnaround uh, that he made today. Uh, I thought he defensively 
kept them in the thing in the first half with his energy. Again, uh, I still want to see more aggression at times, particularly in the fourth quarter where he just takes it and goes. But overall, I mean, again, against a team like this, which is an okay team, but not a great team. What Bam did was enough today. The, the one other thing I want to say about it, though is I think one thing we don't talk about enough, Greg, is that every night Bam has to bring it because there is no other big to do yeah. it. Right. Like most teams, if they have a big, they've got an uh, precious is not there yet. Not for consistent minutes. Kelly doesn't bring the same kind of things from an intensity standpoint, a defensive standpoint. So it's like, I think we notice more when Bam doesn't take over because there's no other big to give him any relief. It's so true. And I, I just, I'm, it's really encouraging to see him get the, the big time, like 17 field goal attempts today. I know he had, he's had double figure field goal attempts um, in all, all the games, but when you see him start to tip the 15 attempts, 16 attempts, I know back in the Brooklyn back-to-back, there was 19 and 20 attempts. Like, I think these are good games for Bam in terms of building the type of habits that will allow him to do that stuff every single night going forward. So it's like a, it's just a progressive thing where you, you need to do it in spurts. And then all of a sudden you'll be able to get to the 17 to 20 field goal attempts every single night. And with his efficiency and getting to the line, he's just, he's becoming the max player that we all wanted to see. But like you've been saying, it's only been Washington and New York. It's a two game win yeah. streak. They got a lot of uphill to climb and um, you got to see it on this West coast trip. I mean, it's going to be a huge trip for their season. Yeah. We're going to talk about that next. Uh, when we come back before we do, if you've been hurt in a car accident or a slip and fall, you got to call the law offices of Seltzer Mayberg. That's 855-5000-LAW. Seltzer Mayberg can also be found at onecalllegal.com, O-N-E, calllegal.com. If you mention five reasons, you'll get a free consultation. So take advantage of that. Mention five reasons. You get a free consultation. They've got 24-7 availability. They'll make sure you work directly with the right attorney there to get you the compensation that you deserve. They're based right there in North Miami, just south of the Golden Glades. Really good people there. Say hello to David and Mendy, Cassandra and Eric and everybody. Oh, don't say hello to Eric. Eric, Eric, uh, Eric, uh, Eric's too all in on the Canes these days, sometimes where he shouldn't be. But yeah, you can say hello to Eric. OneCallLegal.com, O-N-E, calllegal.com, 855-5000-LAW. All right, let's, uh, let's get to looking ahead a little bit. They've got the Knicks coming in here on Tuesday. And then after that, like you mentioned, they've got this trip. Um, what worries you the most about the trip? Well, that it's a West coast trip against good teams. But I mean, when you look at it, it's Houston, Utah, the Clippers, the Warriors, Sacramento, who's been playing pretty darn good. The Lakers in Oklahoma city. I mean, it's just, it's one of those stretches that it's a um, particularly long road trip. And also you've got a, a a mixture of really good teams and also some dangerous teams that can uh, just when they're on their home floor, sometimes present some trouble. So I'm, I'm just, I'm interested to see how they respond. These are usually those moments where teams either crumble or they actually band together. I've seen this heat franchise mm -hmm. since 1996, when they were called the road warriors kind mm -hmm. of find their identity on the road. And I think that the team has started to find a little bit of that and they really have an opportunity here against good competition to build the type of momentum that will carry them so that they can actually get up into that, you know, four or five seed range. Uh, you know, Spolster talks a lot about how you can bond on the road and that really didn't happen last year because they kept losing on the road before they got to the bubble. But I actually think this year it's a good thing. Um, it's a different circumstance. When you're at home, you can't really go anywhere. <laughs> 
right? And not that you can go anywhere on the road, but at least you're in the same hotel with these guys. It's a little bit more like the bubble experience that they flourished in. It may be a good thing for them to get out of here. I mean, playing in that home arena when you're struggling and there's like now what 1500 people there is not fun. Uh, and so I think getting out on the road for this group, particularly as a couple of guys, none in hero in particular, feel better about themselves right now is a positive, but we'll see. I mean, they just look to me, this is a step-by-step -step to get back to 500. I think once they get back to 500, they'll feel like, all right, we get the worst is over. We're going to aim for a five seed or something along those lines. We were a five seed last year. We made it to the finals. Maybe they do get an addition before the deadline. Something else changes. Uh, maybe they can finally stay healthy with this group when Goran comes back and get a little bit of flow. But I actually think the road, the road trip comes at a good time for this team. But first, one against the Knicks. We'll have it covered for you on Tuesday night. Check out prizepicks.com. Again, before the Super Bowl, definitely do it. Use the code 5, mybookie.ag. Use the code 5 on the floor. Spell that thing out. And uh, also check out the Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm at onecalleagle.com. Thank you for listening to the 5 on the floor on the 5 Regional Sports Network.